have to ask ourselves, who is this I, which I am referring to as myself? What is this sense of being a person, really? Are the emotions that are arising in this body mine or me? Is this body even mine or me? Who is it that is depressed and worried? Is this identity or sense of entity real or illusory? Is the reality I have been perceived since birth really the absolute and ultimate reality? And where is the connection since everything is supposedly intimately interconnected? If we're all one, then why do I feel separate from it all? What is the difference between the ego, the soul, and the self, God consciousness? Where is this I located in all this? Am I a hundred percent certain that this sense of being who I am is what I think it is, or is it only what I believe it is, a projection? What if I find out that who I think I am is merely an illusion? Would I fight for my survival, or would I accept that truth, even if undeniable? Would I just avoid it and keep going on with my life? How would this impact me? Would it be delusional? Would I suffer even more or feel liberated? Who is this I that suffers or feels liberated? Would life become meaningless or meaningful? Would the sense of simply being be a liberation? Is the sense of becoming beneficial to me? Why do I feel so imprisoned and how to get out of the matrix? Am I sure that others are others as people having a consciousness in the brain and being people as an entity, people having a center? Is it just a projection and reality is much crazier than I thought it actually was and cannot even be grasped? by rational thinking? What is real? How can I be so sure that what is defined as real is the ultimate real? How to find out then? How can we come to be aware of it when more than often we are not even aware of the breath? What if the I that is trying to find out was actually the very thing that was getting in the way of a truth beyond belief? something that can only be found through the recognition of the soul and not the mind. The truth about who we really are and what reality really is can never be grasped by the mind but beyond the mind. We really have to differentiate whenever we are in the ego and when we are in the soul. One is illusory and the other is real. If we spend our life limiting ourselves, thinking that we are the body and the mind, then it's no debate. We will suffer as we will never feel whole. As long as there's a center, there's a lack. As long as there is someone experiencing the world and not the world experiencing someone, as long as there's an I as an entity or person that suffers, there will be suffering. This I isn't our ultimate being. It is an illusory separate self. 
Therefore, we must eventually have to de-identify with the body and the mind to melt this center. We are not living, we are being lived. Our souls have a purpose here and play a major role on this planet and in cosmos. So it is a mistake to limit oneself to a personal experience and worldly illusions, which leads one nowhere but in a repeated cycle of suffering. The soul is an individual version of the self, therefore a localized point of awareness. It has a sense of individualism as it is like waves from the ocean, but the ego is like bubbles from the waves, and it is the only thing that is from the ocean but not part of it, since nothing is inside a bubble, therefore not aware that it is an illusion. We are not here to dream, but to wake up. Whenever we feel depressed, worried, anxious, or stressed, remember that the reality we perceive isn't how it really is, but a projection. When we are in such state, it is not much of a psychological, but more of a spiritual concern. It's never easy to get out of that state, as it drains a lot of energy, and much easier to dive in it. The thing is that the one who perceives itself as a separate self or entity that suffers, is in fact the one in which is causing the very suffering. There is no reason to ever feel the way we feel unless this illusory eye makes it a reason by justifying itself for its own perceived illusions. It will often blame the world and victimize itself for its sense of separation or loneliness, for its lack of happiness, satisfaction and fulfillment. This sense of separate self having a center as an entity perceives the world as a separate and external therefore is the cause of all resistance. When the illusory self is realized as an illusion, the personal experience as a separate self comes to an end, and there is no more resistance to what is, but simply being as it is. There is an end to suffering, as there is no more sufferer, and no more perceived reality as a separate and external on behalf of a separate self. The energy is restored and maintained, and no more sense of otherness but wholeness. The perception of the ego is very narrow, but somehow often interpret reality with a what you see is what you get approach, when the truth is that the ego is itself an illusion which creates a dreamlike version of a perceived reality with an illusory self. The only thing that's ultimately real is what lies in the background of experience, what is aware of the body, the mind, the five senses, and the world. The ego cannot be in the present moment since it will dissolve, and since the ego is illusory, it can only exist in the belief that it is real, whereas the here and now is the only and ultimate real. 
and the ego will constantly try to avoid it by projecting in the past or future, creating dreams and dwelling in pleasure or avoiding pain. Paradoxically, it is the cause of suffering. It will attach and identify with its own illusions, including itself. Joy or bliss comes from soul and self. When the center is melted, one experiences oneself as everything and loses the false sense of self as its ultimate self. Wholeness is being felt permanently. There is no sense of a duality. The I in which we think we are experiencing as someone, as me, myself and I, is in fact an accumulation of memory and information stored in the body, in the brain. And this sense of being someone or being an entity, having a center, is nothing but a misidentification from consciousness as the body-mind, which is simply a vehicle with an operating system in order for consciousness to experience itself. The experience is meant to be individual but not personal, and it makes all the difference and has an impact on the well-being of such life. When we say, I am not the body, not the mind, thoughts, feelings, sensations, and perceptions, we mean that this sense of being myself as the body-mind is an illusion, therefore creating suffering on behalf of a false sense of separate self, always seeking or, or avoiding and becoming rather than being. Illusions are real because it makes it real. But the truth is that absolutely everything is energy vibrating at a different frequency, which is simply the activity of consciousness. Matter is energy. The body, mind and the world are energy. Energy is the activity of a formless, pure consciousness, that which is aware of its activity. We are not an entity, but rather activity from it. We are all energy as activity from consciousness and love, not the emotion being felt, but unconditional love itself is the ultimate and highest vibration as it is pure sense of wholeness with everything. Consciousness experiences itself as the many humans and other species and everything else. Imagine a movie playing by itself or watching itself, being aware of itself, in which some characters are not being aware of nothing but of themselves as who they think they are, as their ultimate self and only focused outward on their own illusory personal self and experience, completely unaware that they are not only the movie, but that which is aware of the movie. The movie is self-aware but not all characters are aware that they are characters. Awareness or consciousness minds itself through an illusory existence. We are awareness and existence as its activity. Wouldn't anyone love to be in an ecstatic state all day long, regardless of the experience? 
to go from crying tears of suffering and grief to tears of bliss in the absence of loss and lack. We live in a kingdom, we have it all, but many seek for more, as if they had nothing. They don't feel satisfied, yet they have everything, life itself. When we look to acquire things that are temporary, we suffer when they don't last. Instead of focusing on what is permanent and to not get attached to what must eventually go. Most humans can't appreciate and see the miracle that is not only in front of them, but within them and all around them. And few see the opportunities and gifts that has been given directly from God consciousness. The soul is crying for help and it's time we access to it by transcending the ego and to see ourselves not as an entity in a body-mind but rather as a character from consciousness. It's time for us all to drop what no longer serves us and to shift to a higher self and to the only truth. What no longer serves us is this illusory self. To let go of the past is to stop suffering our memory. To let go of the future is to stop suffering your imagination. To be in this very present moment is the end of suffering, and it's where peace and happiness only and truly resides. The belief that it can be found, reached, or acquired through any form of object, situation, or experience is to be mistaken for something artificial and impermanent when it can only be recognized within as our very essence of being. Just because the world is going through spiritual amnesia doesn't mean that we are meant to remain in this conditioning forever. We haven't came back on earth in this lifetime to get lost in worldly illusions. We came here with the purpose to not only remember what we truly are, but to do God's work in this era. The work we have to do doesn't have anything to do with ourselves as someone, but as the soul behind our identity and sense of entity. We must align with the ancient wisdoms that might have been lost, but can never truly be forgotten. The priority is the transcendence of the ego. Unfortunately, we are going through whatever we are going through because there is a price to pay for living life selfishly and not selflessly. Don't worry, this lifetime is not the worst that is coming, but it is in this lifetime that we must clear our karmic depths and go back to being. Everything eventually ascends back to God. The light that always shines bright can only be veiled or darkened by experience and by this false sense of self. It is never lost or ever going anywhere, since it is the very essence of what we really are. But the separate self always veils the light by its own shadow, and will seek relief in sense enjoyments, acting like slow poison. One must get to the current leading to immortality, to focus on what is real and not impermanent. The clouds are only passing by, the sky would always be there 
as an open, empty aware space. The mind must be aligned with the soul, which must be realized as the self, in wholeness with everything and as that which is formless, deathless, pure intelligence that created this very world in which we are all part of as one, or more precisely as nothing and everything. We are all part of the same self. Being selfless is the only way, but it cannot be achieved with an illusory sense of separate self. This is the only distance that separates us. God has no center and is omnipresent, but the ego has a center, which is a resistance to being. The only thing that ever distanced oneself from God is the ego and its dissolution is the only way to soul purification and unity, permanent happiness, joy and liberation as pure beingness. Non-attachment is essential and the only way. It is a synonym to the complete surrendering. You have all the love in the world right at your feet. Everyone that looks at you only see a projection of themselves. They could see a dead body and still think that there's someone in there. See, it's only belief. Pure reflections of a misinterpretation. The only thing they are looking at is a mirror of their own illusory self. Only the separate self is on the path, since it is already whatever it is seeking or avoiding. Therefore, there is no path. The only path is the return home. That's why in the Buddhist tradition, they call it the pathless path. Just look outside your window and see that God is not only in everything, but that everything is God. There is no path and nothing to reach, nothing to achieve when it comes to being. And to realize your true self only happens here and now. The ego never reaches anything, nor goes anywhere. Where consciousness identifies, it becomes. You are awareness localized in a body. Never be too harsh on yourself for not having the clarity or relief you are looking for, or for not being as spiritual as you would like to be, or for not growing as fast as you would like. There is no such thing as becoming spiritual. All this worrying is an ego trap. You are already whatever you seek to achieve. You cannot become what you already are, and you can only search for what you are not. You are already liberated, and there is no one there to be enlightened. Consciousness shines bright through itself, and the ego is the result of its own shadow. Nothing can make you happy. You already are the happiness you seek. Be grateful and joyful to yourself when you remember the wisdoms. See every challenges in life as tests and opportunities. Don't forget, but don't overthink. Be mindful, but take it easy. Catch yourself in the act when you oscillate more into the ego, but never punish yourself. Just come back and focus, and don't let it take over your soul. Your loved ones are here, your guides, ascended masters and God, and all as one, supporting, protecting, 
and loving your being. We all transcend together through this illusion, and it's the only solution. Look deep within your heart, and you also shall find in there the heart of all things. We already are all the angels and all the gods. We are the infinite and eternal, formless, birthless and deathless, everlasting presence. We are awareness and its own activity as a forever expanding interdimensional universe and energy. Dreams within dreams, it's time to wake up.